Hello and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 146. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the beast from the northeast, Gary. How are you? Hello. Well, I'm waving this at a camera. Like... Uh, there's a camera, there's no camera. So, okay, <laughs> let's just get this out of the way. No video version of the podcast this week. I am away. I have decided to go to um, Haley's Nan's house. Uh, Not Hawaii. Weird, weird, in Ho- yeah, we're in Hawaii. No, I'm not in Hawaii. I'm about 15 minutes away from my house. <laughs> but we're standing there for the week looking after her. So uh, I haven't got my full setup. So I've got Haley's laptop and my, I went and got my microphone because I forgot about doing the podcast. And uh, it's been a whole thing. So I haven't got my camera and yada, yada, yada. No video version this week. I'll still put up a audio version of the podcast on YouTube, though. So nobody is missing that. Um, Good stuff. Out of the way. Um, remember, you can get the show early if you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Video version's $4. I won't pay that this week because it's not there. <laughs> but the audio version will be early and it will be $3 as per usual. Um, besides that, remember we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash myxboxandme. Uh, go hit the subscribe button. We are still striving for 200 subscribers, so I would appreciate that if we could get there. Um, the only other thing I want to really promote this week um, is I've been because i've been away i've been looking at like the analytics of everything of like youtube and like soundcloud and all that sorts of stuff um share please share 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 we have such a solid base on this podcast um and i appreciate each and every one of you that listen every week but we need to get out there to more people so if we can do that i would appreciate it so share 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 when you see myself share it when you see gary share it retweet it to your people even if you think my nan's not going to want to watch this trust me there's someone that might click it there is plus someone. you know your nan might be a hardcore xbox fan then you, you, you just never knew it you just never knew <laughs> well gary let's jump straight into what's been in our box what have you been playing this week uh, same answer as last week pretty much dead cells like i dead am cells. obsessed <laughs> with dead but cells had, right now so, okay so you're still playing a ton of dead cells yeah is that it? Like yeah, you had I Madden am. to play, you had um, Overcooked Two to play, you had uh, We Happy Few to play. We all had we had homework to do. It kind of yeah, it's kind of one of those situations. I had other things that I should probably have played, and every time I just sat down, I was like, I'll just play Dead Cells. I'll just do one run on Dead Cells, and then I did like five or six. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm not. I'm not upset with you. I'm just. I'm not. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're useless because everyone knows your opinion of that already. Um, well, I played a little game called Overcooked. Um, we've put up two Let's Plays so far on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/MCFix on my personal channel. Uh, myself and Haley are playing it through co-op. Um, I haven't really got much to add to it. That it's just more Overcooked. If I'm honest with you, it's more Overcooked with. I'm in the very early stages where I've done one, I've done tutorial 1.1, 1.2, the special, not special, what is it, the secret missions, which Ooh. I'm assuming they're going to be the ones that ramp up in difficulty. So they're going to, I assume that the main storyline is going to be relatively easy, where these these new special missions, which is, the, I think the first one's called Kevin one, which is Kevin is obviously the dog of the onion man who says, oh, 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 I remember yeah. that, yeah. Um, <laughs> of him, so... Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's more overcooked. It's it's that same stressful shouting at each other if you're playing catch co-op. It's that same cooking. It's it's just it's the same, 
but yeah. I just wanted more of the same, so I'm fine with it. It's if you enjoyed Overcooked One, you should go and get Overcooked Two. If you didn't like Overcooked One, um, I don't go get this, obviously, and definitely play this uh, in co-op. It does have online co-op now, um, which is Ooh. cool. Four-player online co-op. I'm sure that's a ton of fun. I haven't had a chance to play it myself yet, but um, yeah, I just it's more fun. It's more it's more Overcooked. Good. Any questions? I'm glad I liked Overcooked, so um, I'll, I'll be down for more Overcooked. So when you when you plan on playing it, because I know you've got it. I've got it. Yeah, it's sat right next to me. Like I've actually installed it on my Xbox, so you know. <laughs> so how are you plan on playing? I plan on playing, playing it? it. Are you going to play it single player, or are you going to get a friend to come over and play co-op, or are you going to get four of you to play it, or what's? The um, point? it'll be a mixture of both. I would have thought. Um, I'll probably play some of it by myself. I'll probably play some of it with other people. I'll probably try out the online co-op because I'm pretty sure it's got matchmaking, which is interesting. I mean, there's a concept of like you you get into an overcooked game online. It's like, what if everybody's not talking? What if nobody's got microphones plugged in? How's overcooked even gonna work if you're not talking to the people you're playing with? Like, that's really interesting yeah. to me. That seems extremely hard and even more frustrating than what the game already is. It seems almost impossible. Like, you just have people running around doing stuff and then it's like you don't know what the other people are planning to do and you're trying to like run around them and then everybody tries to run for the fish and nobody goes for the dishes and that sounds crazy yeah Uh, like i said i have more um more of a impressions i guess on next week's show Um, yeah but yeah i'm gonna put dead cells down at some point i'm sure yeah I, i played more dead cells I'm playing it. I'm playing it the way you should be playing it, which is, oh god, I've got more other things to play, but I'll do one run, and I'm literally doing one run. Um, unlike you, where I'll do one run and then you play it for ten hours. Yeah, more or less. Crazy. <laughs> like, I wish I had that willpower. Ah, oh, mate. I oh, yes. I like it. It's but still, it's still such a fun me. game. <laughs> not a thing. Power and do, just not a thing. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like I said, I still enjoy it. It's a ton of fun. I definitely think it's going to be one of those slow burn games with me. I put up um, a YouTube video of my live stream, which was two and a half hours. So I must have put in about four hours now on Dead oh. Cells, which is plenty. It's fine. I, I'm still chipping away. I think it'll be the chip away game for me, um, especially while I'm in this lull period for what games that I really want until yeah. next month but yeah uh, other than that I played a bit of Madden 19 oh got spots yeah I, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I played I played uh, I played five hours of my 10 hour free trial didn't realise I made a very 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 rookie mistake uh oh didn't realise that you can play the story mode in your trial so if you're like me and was gonna buy the game literally just for the story you don't have to. You can just get EA access, play your 10 hour free trial, and finish the story. And I think my brother in law played it, he said about eight hours. And he um, wasn't rushing or anything like that. Um, All right. Wow. Like so you can huge... literally just play the story for free and then, well, for $3.99 or whatever you pay yeah. for EA access and then just bugger off. Dip. I didn't realize Damn. that. So I didn't try and play it because I thought, oh, I'm going to have to, I'm not going to bother getting through the, the first hour and then they cut me off because that just seems pointless. Yeah. And then, and then I get that information, again, and then I found out, and I was like, fuck. So I've made, like, a huge mistake. So I did end up playing, five, like I said, I played five hours, I ended up doing Ultimate Team. Um, 
Madden's very different to FIFA if you don't play Madden every year. And their ultimate team's very different, where it's very much about... They do, like, challenges, and they teach you how to play the game, and it's not just... FIFA FIFA's very much, it feels like they're always coming for your wallet. Like, buy packs, buy packs, buy packs, buy packs, buy cards, buy cards, buy cards. Ultimate Team Madden isn't so much like that. It has that, don't get me wrong, it has that element. But it also has the fact that you are grinding away coins and doing challenges and you're building your team to a place where then you start the whole opening packs and buying players and stuff like that. I um <laughs> I did I did like like I said I played five hours so I did a ton of challenges and then I was like Joe I'm gonna play a game online. Oh my god, them Americans don't mess around, Gary. Let me tell you, <laughs> I got beat. I think I got beat sixty nil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. And then like, cause I had someone in my chat who was like, "Oh, you should just quit." And I was like, "Oh, but I feel bad about rubbing him." of his win because like yeah. that happens to me on FIFA all the time I'll get I'll beat someone I'll be 6 nil up against someone and then they just quit and I'm like you, you robbed me of that win like, like obviously I still get the win but I didn't it's not got the same satisfaction and um, you've got to lose with honour right like that's how I feel about it I feel like losing with honour is the way to go right yeah I but agree but apparently 100%. I've learned something that they would prefer which makes sense because I like it in FIFA sometimes but they would prefer if I just quit out so they can get to the next match Huh. I guess. And so, I but I didn't realise this until the end of the match. And then the guy messaged me saying, you could have quit. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I felt like I was doing you like a an honour of letting you, not letting you beat me because I was trying, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Giving you the win. And it was like, no, just quit next time. I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you for the knowledge. All right. Um, so See, I wouldn't have thought match. of that either. Did that match, got beat 60-0, I believe. And then I played another match a little while afterwards after beating, like building my team a little bit more and got beat 36-6. Progress. But I scored. Progress. I scored a touchdown and then missed the, yeah, the, 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 free, the one point kick. But that, that doesn't <laughs> matter because I scored a touchdown. So, yeah. yeah. My Madden journey is uh, still a work in progress. It was one of those moments where, you know when you think you're really good at something and then you realize you're really not good? It must be how people think when they play FIFA against a computer on amateur. And they're like, <laughs> oh, I just beat the computer 10 nil, And then they go online and just get their teeth kicked in. Like, yeah. I've never had that happen to me in a game before until now. And I don't know whether it's because I was playing Ultimate Team Madden, which is you need to build your squad out, otherwise you're just going to get destroyed. Because it's not like FIFA, where FIFA, I feel like, if I played you at FIFA, and I played with a bronze team and you played with a gold team, I would still destroy you do you understand yeah. what i mean where oh, madden yeah. was very much madden was very much your you the, the the cpu players you need to have them good stats as well because they help block for you etc etc um this is a little bit long drifting for the people that hate sports but i had fun with it so good i'm glad i'm glad you had fun with it and then last but not least is we happy few but i didn't play it i watched a few i watched a few reviews and i saw what people were saying and it was very much a uh, all right, I'll get to that by the end of the year. I've heard some stuff about the game where it's just like, oh, right, like apparently it's super broken, and I was just like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I've got the the fortitude for that right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't know I if I can that. stomach it. Yeah, like I think like it'll be a next week game again, but then next week you've got the, well, this come out this week, but I'm not gonna get to play it until next week. Walking Dead, and then. 
there's just so much that I want to get to and get around to playing that I'm just like, oh man, video yeah. games. Video games. Remember when we were complaining that there was nothing coming out? I Those mean, days, right? dude, it's, do you know what? It's ridiculous because I've got RTX this month and uh, next month. I've got EGX yeah. next month. I've got Spider-Man. I know that's a PlayStation game, but I've got Spider-Man. I've got FIFA. I've got... There's something I'm missing. What else am I missing? Tomb Raider. Uh, next month. Uh, Tomb Raider. Um, what else? It's like the month of hell. I think it was Tomb Raider. It's like the month of hell for me. Like, it's like... Oh it, I mean, October as well. And, oh my God, like, I've got, like, all this stuff I've got to do as well. I'm like, oh, yeah, but at least October I'm going to be at home. I know that I'm going to be at home playing games but where September comes I'm like shit I'm away that weekend I'm away for four days there it's like I was even I said to Hayley the other day I was like should we even bother with EGX this year and she's like of course you bother and I was like (laughs) oh man but now I'm going to have to put it on the credit card because I've got no money I'm like oh god Mm. here we go but I know that feeling (laughs) but you know we just have to go you just yeah you just get out of there don't you just speaking of these trade shows Gary Whoa. Topic of the show this week. I decided we would talk about do we even care about Gamescom? And the reason I say this is uh, Xbox have announced their inside Xbox um, press show thing, um, which now thinking about it, last year they did the same sort of thing, but it wasn't called Inside Xbox. Yeah. And that must have been the test show for what they then made into ex- Inside Xbox, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's almost the same, like, DNA, like you can tell. Yeah, it seems seems very much the same. But uh, yeah, this year's a special event of Inside Xbox uh, will be broadcast live from the Xbox booth in the Conal uh, Messen. Conan Messen? German words. Uh, tune in on Tuesday, August tw- uh, 21st. Oh, God. That's oh, Hayley's birthday. I'm not going to get to watch this. I'm oh, not. God. Um, at 4.30... C-E-S-T uh, for lots of news, uh, new Xbox One bundles, accessories, and features on upcoming titles and perhaps even a few surprises. On uh, the Inside Xbox website, or it might be the Xbox Y actually, they confirmed a few things they're going to be showing off, which is Forza Horizon 4, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, plus new breaking news, exclusive interviews, and never seen before content in many other games. The question I ask is, do we care? Do I care? I'm I mean, not that's really. the only person you got to talk about, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't really give a crap. Like, I forgot Gamescom was happening. Um, like, How many so soon. Was it? Was it that when they had Xbox and PlayStation both both do a press conference? Yeah, like I remember a few years ago, that was like, like you get that was an Xbox, a PlayStation, an EA. Yeah, and it was just like, yeah, those were the days. Like, that's when I cared about Gamescom. Like. Because they were showing me things, and now, like, I'm sure this is going to be fine, but oh, like, yeah. as compared to what we had in the past, it's like, yeah, I'm not really like if I miss this, like for whatever reason, I I'm not really that bothered. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because so, yeah, I am and I am not. I think the <laughs> uh-huh. whenever I see things like State of Decay and Sea of Thieves, it's like, okay, cool. See if they're going to show off a new DLC and State of Decay, I'm assuming they're going to say that they fixed a few bugs and yeah. here's yeah, yeah. another packaged... Because I know they put out one of the up DLCs, um, which I can't remember. I think it might be the Independence Day or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm kind of... 
a bit in the middle for all this. It's like, I don't care about the Xbox One bundles, because I already have an Xbox One X. Um, I don't really care about the accessories, because, spoilers for the next new show, it's going to be the new Xbox controller, but I already have an Elite controller. I don't care about the games that they're showing that I know about. I'm already in for Forza Horizon 4. So, I just don't know where this fits. Like, I'm fine with inside xbox being inside xbox but i felt i feel like they've done a, they've done the show a disservice by making it the press conference type thing right. Do you know what i mean um i get i mean yeah i get what you mean it's just like i look at the list of games that are there like that they've presented plus, me with say, plus, this is what we're going to be showing yeah. right i own two of those sort of because i've got game pass yeah, and so you own two of them yeah yeah and Forza Horizon 4, well, you showed me a lot of that at E3, like, you showed, like, most of the games you showed at E3, you showed, like, a, f- a few minutes of, but Forza Horizon yeah. 4, you gave me, like, a pretty big, beefy demo Trump. of it, which keeps yes. me going until it comes out, because um, it's only coming out in October, and but then the it's like, oh, we're going to have interviews, we're going to have breaking news, which I can't imagine is going to be, like, groundbreaking or, like, earth-shattering kind of news, um, and... Never before seen content for many other games. Like, what kind of games are we talking about here? Indies? Exclusives? Not exclusives? Third parties? Like, how hyped do I need to be for this? <laughs> I don't yeah, know, I'm so doing... I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm just stuck in between the two, aren't you? I think the argument's going to be, but this is a show for diff- for a different audience. Where, because they always say, because I watch a lot of interviews with Xbox higher-ups and stuff, it's like, well, remember that we're showing this to the European audience. It's like, yeah, but it's the internet, motherfuckers. Like, I was going to say, like, we're, we're watching. The people who are watching you at Gamescom are not different from the people who are watching you at E3. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it's the, I it's totally the internet. Agree. I totally, totally, totally agree. So if you're saying you're just showing the same stuff over again for the people in Europe, people in Europe have already seen it. Well, Guaranteed. With an, extra, with an extra clip here and a clip there. That's what happened last time, do you remember? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I, I the last time was being, oh. was very, very, very a big letdown. It was. It was. Especially with PlayStation last year, I actually did a thing as well at Gamescom. Because I remember we did a live stream of it. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I, so do, do we care? I'm going to say yes, because I always care about news. Yeah, I was just I, like... It's a weird one. It's like, do I care? Yeah, I care because I like this kind of thing, so of course I care. Am I hyped? No, not really. I'm interested. I think that's probably the best word to use to describe it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's move on. And um, we got to hear from our boy Mike Lynch because this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch. And he says, hey guys, my name's Mike Lynch. I stream as much as I can, but I'm busy doing things in life right now. <laughs> I don't have a schedule, but follow me on Twitter at MikeLynch8645 to stay up to date with the things I shall be doing. We'll do, Mike. We'll do. Coming soon. Gary, what you got for me? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four games are coming four soon. Four games on the coming soon segment. I totally did not write down the release dates for two of them. <laughs> but the first one coming out is called Hero Defense, which is coming out on August 15th, which is today. Um, Hero Defense is a tower defense game where you have to fight vampires and stuff. 
I feel like your energy levels right now are very. <laughs> I read well. No, I, I've got the blurb, and I looked at the blurb, and I was like, "That's useless." So I just made one up. <laughs> I mean, that's that describes not the game better. Than... How this segment goes, though, is it? <laughs> but, but I feel like I'm getting the the pertinent information out there. I mean, better. it's your segment. I'm, who am I to tell in, you? In, in a better way. Like, I could read, like, the paragraph that I've got. Or you could just know it's a tower defense game with vampires and stuff. Because that sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've got to disagree with you, but sure. I mean, a tower defense game with vampires and stuff didn't really sell it to me. Well, it's vampires, undead, world domination, tower defense. Do you like tower defense games, Fix? I mean, if they're good and have good blurbs, maybe. <laughs> Well, the, just the next one the next one yeah, go, go. <laughs> is keep talking and nobody explodes is coming out on august 16th this was that vr title on playstation uh it was it was well it's vr and non-vr so it came out on pc two years ago as a vr slash non-vr title so you could play either way and then they brought oh. it out on playstation when playstation vr came out and now they're bringing it out on switch and xbox oh okay any good it's great. I mean, I've played a lot of it um, in both VR and non-VR. For VR. anyone that doesn't know right. what it is. There you go. Yeah. yeah. For, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, you, you know, one person has a bomb in front of them. It's got different modules. They have to disarm the bomb by describing what they can see to the other people who have got the manual that tells them what how to disarm the bomb. And it's, it's, it's really fun to play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Last but not least. Uh, we've got Shemu 1 and 2 coming out next Ah, oh, that's week. the... D- 20-something. 20th, I think. I did, unfortunately didn't write it down. Because I, totally I am an it. idiot. Are you getting it? <laughs> but if you're excited for Shenmue 3, have a taste of Shenmue 1 and 2. Are you, are you getting it? I'm not, no. No. Um, I've got too much other things to play. Go back. 21st, August 21st. I've got too much other things to go back and play. I really sink like 50 hours into Shenmue 1 and then another 50 hours into Shenmue 2 so I just wait for the new one I've played them so fair enough I'm not really missing right, let's out get, let's get into the news then Gary uh, first piece of news we got this week which is THQ acquires time splitters Woo. THQ today announced the acquisition of a video game trilogy time splitters Time Splitters was largely uh, considered one of the most influential console games of early 2000s. The free game series earned a large and passionate fan base thanks to its unique humor, art style, and pop culture references while encouraging customization and modifications uh, to give each player their own individual experience. Time Splitters was originally created by a developer studio, Free Radical Design, that later became Deep Silver. Um, Dam Buster, part of the THQ Nordic group. So, I remember time. I remember some very, very, very fond um, memories of Time Splitters one and two, um, especially Time Splitters two. I remember um, I used to stay at my aunt and uncle's house um, a lot, and they because they used to look after me when my mum my mum went out, oh. and. Um, they had the PlayStation 2 there, like they had the Gran, Gran Turismo. I remember playing that. And I remember Time Splitters 2 being my great granddad lived there as well. And I remember it's one of the only games he would, Gran Turismo, he would watch me play because he, he loved cars. Nice. And the only other game he would actually watch me play was Time Splitters 2 because he liked nice. the art style. He was like, Why are you shooting all these things? I was like, I don't know. 
because <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's fun. Right? Yeah, because I was well, I was a young kid, so but yeah, I just I do have really fond memories. I remember it being one of those games that uh, me and my brother would play on split screen, and I don't know how well that would translate now because my gaming tastes have changed, and I now want uh, different experiences. Let's say that um, <laughs> things but, that are like more meaningful, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, what do you think a time split is for would look like? I don't know. I imagine the best kind of template for that sort of experience would be in the sort of Doom slash Wolfenstein realm, just based on the fact that those still have sort of old school ideals and ideas in them, but obviously updated for the new generation, like the current generation, like taking into account like how first person shooters have changed since those games came out. I imagine times, like if they were going to make Time Splits 4, I'd have to imagine it would do something similar where it would still feel like a classic Time Splitters game, but also it would be a bit more modern. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine it. It, it, it like, reminds me of, like, Goldeneye. Like, when Go- like now I think of Goldeneye, I'm like, a modern version of Goldeneye, like, I can't see it. Yeah. Because it, it's so old in my head that I can't imagine what it looks like. But I do think that this is a very, very, very smart buy by THQ Nordic, because Time Splitters Four I 100%. think will sell well. No matter what it looks like, I think it will sell well. Yeah, I think it'll push decent numbers. Just best, like they'll obviously release like re-release the original trilogy at some point, right? You gotta imagine so HD remaster. Yeah, like they or do that with things oh, like Dark Siders oh. and stuff. Saying that, maybe that we maybe we get a reboot and it's Time Splitters One, or maybe we get a rem- a remake of Time Splitters One. Maybe maybe Test it's not a Time Splitters Four. Well, they know that that, that would work. definitely sell. Yeah, I, just I think anything I don't they know do what will do with it. Have enough people who remember Time Splitters, like you've got memories of fond memories of Time Splitters. I remember playing Time Splitters on a on a PlayStation Two with a one of those system link things and. Like I think a lot of people okay. have those memories where if like they brought out like either Time Splitters remastered or Time Splitters remade or whatever it is, like uh, I yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people would just go, oh, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah, I feel like I suppose I'd, I'd be more forgiven of a thirty. <clears throat> excuse me. So I think I'd be more forgiven with a thirty pound, thirty dollar. Um, yeah, not a full price thing. Then a sixty dollars Time Splitters four. Yeah, I think that would be a good entry point into the bringing it back. And then that way they can gauge excitement, how well it sells, etc, etc, etc. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like Resident Evil HD Remaster on uh, the current gen consoles where they were gauging, obviously they were gauging Resident Evil and then it was like, oh yeah, it's sold, let's make everything. Everything, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Um, I don't even want to talk about it right now. But did you see that typewriter? I didn't even add it in. The I saw it. I yeah, it I saw it. Of course. I couldn't do it to myself. I wanted to, and I thought I'd talk about it. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing it. But okay. let's talk about it real quick. So it's a okay. USB <laughs> typewriter from Resident Evil 2's save point. Mm-hmm. It's nine hundred dollars. Yep, it is definitely um pricey. Nine hundred dollars. That's a joke. For a typewriter. <laughs> I mean, uh, do you know how bad I want it? 
I mean, I can imagine um, you probably want it as badly as me because it's a Resident Evil thing, and Resident Evil things are the best. Like, I was this close to buying the uh, pre-order and the when Resident Evil Seven came out. You know, the edition you could get where you got like the model of the mansion. Yeah. Just because it looked cool, and yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. I didn't do that because like apparently they all got broken or something, and no one ever got any. Oh really? I didn't know that. Hmm. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, next up. Microsoft and Nintendo rejected uh, you uh, Sorry, idiot. <laughs> Microsoft and N- Nintendo... Joe, where it was? I got nervous on the Japanese name that I messed <laughs> up the one I know. Yeah. Microsoft and Nintendo rejected Yakuza. Uh, now they are wanting it according to Toshinora Nagoshi? T- Toshihiro Nagoshi. Yo, I weren't bad. I weren't far off. Uh, the the Yakuza series has pretty much always been associated with PS uh, with PlayStation platforms after its debut on the PS2. It then moved to the PSP, the PS3, and finally to the PS4. An HD version of the two games briefly landed on the Wii U, but it was an under-mitigated disaster. Wow. Apparently, though, things could have been very different if only Microsoft or Nintendo actually had actually wanted the original game. As executive... Toshuri Nagoshi told Edge magazine in an interview, quote, I've never said this before, but it's, but while we released this game with Sony, I've done presentations about it with Microsoft and Nintendo, but, but, oh, sorry, back then they said, no, we don't want it. Now they say, we want it, and he laughs. They didn't understand reason why we created it. End quote. So, Gary. How does this make you feel? Uh, that was super awkward. I only caught the last word of that sentence. <laughs> how does it make you feel? How does that make me feel? It's understandable. Yeah. Um, like, it's a very Japanese game. Like, in terms of, like... Yeah. It's tropes, it's story, like it's sense of humor of the mini games that are in it. So, like, and the fact that it's a like an adult game as well. So I can understand like back when it came out in the PlayStation Two era that Microsoft didn't want it because they weren't doing any units in Japan, and I guess Nintendo didn't want it because they were Nintendo and they were just trying to make colorful, bright. I don't want to say kids' games because that's not true, but you know they were just mostly focused family on family friendly games. On family friendly games, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. So, yeah, I can totally understand why they didn't want Yakuza back then, but now it's obvious why they want it because it's popular in the West and lots of people talk about it and lots of people buy it and they want those games on their platforms. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's an interesting one because. I think I'm very much. I think it's it's nice to be educated once in a while, mm-hmm. and because I think we all sit here and we all like, oh, it's so unfair that they've got this and they've got that and da 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 da. And I think you have to remember that Japan is so very much culture mm-hmm. and loyal and all of those things that they probably. I don't know. I'm, this is pure speculation on my behalf, and I'm talking out my bum, but they probably feel kind of burned. It's like, when we needed you, you didn't care. Now we're doing just fine, Microsoft, yeah. Nintendo. Now we're doing just fine. Our games sell fantastic on Sony platforms. Mm-hmm. Now you want us. Um, I do think eventually we will get them, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now but, you want us. 
tough shit. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like, I don't know, maybe maybe not tough shit, but definitely no. a case of we'll get there when we want to. We're too busy working on whatever we're working on, and maybe when we need some money, and they know they're going to sell w- relatively well enough on Xbox platforms, we'll come then. So I think it's probably safe to say I would imagine that the next Yakuza game will be on the xbox scarlet i would assume uh yeah i imagine they'll they'll bring it because they obviously they've they've done remakes of the first one Zero. and no, the, you know the 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 yeah, the, yeah yakuza kiwami they're doing a remake of the second one they're, they're talking about remastering the third fourth and fifth one and obviously the sixth one is, is very new as so it's zero so i imagine there's like yeah. it'd be easy enough for them to bring it to scarlet or whatever they end up calling the next xbox it will be known for for Scarlet until we know more. Yep. Next news we've got here is all about Bethesda. Yeah. And uh, this one could be taken in a few different ways. But, <laughs> uh, Bethesda Software is pressuring Sony to change its much uh, mitigated ban on crossplay, but uh, not for its tentpole holiday releases. Eurogamer reports that The Elder Scrolls Legends, not Fallout 76, is the game for which Bethesda most wants Sony to change its policy. And we've got a quote here, a few little quotes. Uh, While, quote, it would be nice to have crossplay in Fallout 76, said Bethesda Senior v- uh, Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Pete Hines, um, it's, quote, okay if it's not possible. Quote, but for Legends, it's actually uh, absolutely critical, Heinz continued. Both crossplay, which is how Legends works right now, on every device you're playing against somebody who could be on any device, and more importantly, crossplay progression, uh, which means no matter what platform you are on, you load up the game, and so long as you're logged in, here is all your progression. Here is everything you had, everything you were doing. End quote. So the big story here was obviously the. Bethesda are putting pressure, and I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see me, um, putting pressure on Sony, which I call absolutely bullshit. Yeah. This is just a case of the only way that anyone's putting pressure on Sony for the cross-play scenario and cross-progression is if they were to take away the next Elder Scrolls, the next the next Fallout. Like, I'm not even going to say these games now, but no disrespect to uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends, but no one's losing sleep if that doesn't come to their platform. Yeah, 100%. It's like, that's what they've said. They've said, like, oh, we, we're considering not... The, the the actual thing I think they, they said, because I've read a different version of this article, um, was that, like, they would consider not releasing it on any platform that doesn't support crossplay, which basically is yeah. them saying, we won't release it on PS4 if you don't have crossplay, which makes sense because of the way they want people to play Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, because it, it's a card game, so they want people to just, if they're just out on a bus or on a train or on a plane, just whip out their phone and play it a bit, and then that progression goes to like whatever other device they play it on at home, like when they yeah. may boot it up on PC or an Xbox or something. So that makes perfect uh-huh. sense why, like, they would want that more for Elder Scrolls Legends than necessarily Fallout seventy six, where I think all the communities on PC and Xbox and PlayStation are going to be big enough, like separately yeah i just think it's a case of people people really want it and i really want it as well because it just makes my life easier as a streamer and a content creator if i'm honest yeah no it absolutely does but i feel like we're taking things out of 
context and adding our own stories onto things now. Yeah. Which I think is wrong. I do. I truly think it's wrong. I truly think it's a case of why, yes, that is what he said, but you know what he's saying. Like, let's yeah, not try and make it into something that it's not. They're trying to make it into a thing that it's not. Like, they absolutely are saying, like, we we might not release this game on this platform, but there's no pressure. It's just that's the way this game works, which means that if we release it on PlayStation, it's not going to work the way we want it to work, so we might just not bother. It's not like they're going to lose any money over it. It's a free, like, it's a free-to-play game, so, like, people can't, like, they might lose a bit of money from, like, microtransactions and stuff, but the biggest market for this game is probably mobile anyway, so... Exactly. Next news story we got here is 2K is returning uh, its showcase mode for WWE 2K19. Gary, do you remember me talking about this? I do, I think. So, I remember you talking about me... WWE 2K18. Was it so, it? okay. I said, if you don't remember, you didn't listen to last week's or the week before's episode. Um, go back and do that. But yes. um, I said that 2K has absolutely ruin the wwe franchise yes i remember you saying that because they don't have a story mode anymore and what they what 2k used to have was these scenarios of old i didn't actually go into this much detail but uh it was scenarios of old matches and they did a showcase mode and they had like the road to wrestlemania and yada 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 2k have brought in this thing which is the showcase mode which is I'll read it out to you. It's the return of Daniel Bryan. The features you get is Daniel Bryan, 15 Daniel Bryan videos, interview packages uh, with a combined time of more than 25 minutes, 20 story-centric video cutscenes, 11 historical matches, along with one surprise match for a total of 11 matches, nine historical arenas, including the Velcro City and WrestleMania XXX, which is 30, uh, 11 different Daniel Bryan uh, character models with each having unique appearances and movesets, 8 new entrances and 11 new victory scenes. So what this is, is their version of a whack R story mode, in my opinion. These are cool and they're nice little history pieces. Um, and, do you know what I mean? They're better than nothing. Because I complained and complained and complained that that we just don't get much in these games anymore. And I yeah, miss that because I, I love I love the wrestling games. But this still isn't enough. I want a from the I want a a Madden, a FIFA, a I don't know if NHL has it, but a, a, a basketball story mode for wrestling. And that shouldn't be that hard. Wrestling is literally theater. That's yeah. literally what it is. Yeah. It is story it is stories, it is get someone in there to storyboard the story of a character you create working yourself from nxt till your first title shot at wrestlemania that's story number one after that you get drafted into attack come on i can do this shit in my sleep like it's not hard but give it some production value this is cool it's a nice nod it's a nice start to bring it back but it's still not enough for me personally fair enough and you go get what you want fixed. You keep uh, I mean, tweeting people and, and banging on your desk, and then eventually... I mean, know. I just don't buy them anymore. That's, yeah, that, that, was my, that, that was my version. I just stopped buying them. I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to keep paying for games that are not good enough. Cool. At the end I, of the day. That is an admirable so, stance that I wish more people would take. I mean, you know, speak with your wallet. 
Next up, Electronics Arts Chief Design Officer Patrick Sutherland is leaving the company after almost 20 years. As detailed by EA CEO Andrew Wilson, Sutherland has decided to leave for a new chapter. Uh, no reason for his departed was uh, said, and no word has been given on whether Sutherland will, will end up next. Sutherland was head of the Worldwide Studios at EA before being promoted to Chief Design Officer. His transla uh, translation... Uh, will take place over the next three months and a few teams within EA will be affected as a result 20 years of service man strange it's going to be strange I, uh, I mean it's going to be strange not having him on stage yeah he's always the guy on stage like yeah. it's going to be weird like having him not there <laughs> like from now yeah. on I mean I was listening to uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily so shout out to them if you haven't listened to it go check it out and Andrew was saying he went to leave a year prior Wow. But didn't, because they offered him $20 million. Damn. So... That's weird. I wonder why he's not going to leave. Like, I wonder why he's decided... Like, do you think he's just decided he's had enough? He wants a new challenge, or...? I mean, if he's if he's got... Uh, i, I got to imagine being ahead of anything has got to be... I'm the head of myself, and it's fucking hard work. But being ahead of, like, multi-billionaire, billion companies... Has got to be stressful and not a lot of time with the family and yada yada. I've got to imagine once he's made his money and enough for his like to live on and probably to invest and stuff like that, he wants to spend some time with his family, which he probably didn't get to do much of. Yeah. Um, and then he'll probably pursue anything he wants in God-given life. Really, when you're yeah. getting paid ridiculous amounts of money, like yes. he probably was, which for hard work. I'm not saying that he wasn't working hard. That's not. Oh what no, I'm definitely. Trying to say here, but. Um, yeah, that's that. I just, I just think he wants a new challenge, something different, a little yeah. bit less stress. I like the idea, like of him, like seeing his family and stuff. Because I remember every time, every time he takes the stage, he's always talking about I was in Sweden or I was in like Iceland or yeah. I was here. It's always like, we do you ever at home? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I've got to imagine that's that's the case. Um, moving on, but congratulations to him. Sorry, I don't want to like downplay his achievements. No, definitely not. At one company is ridiculous you just don't do it that often and i mean so look at what he's built as well or help build exactly one of the hate most hated companies the most the hated company in the world <laughs> <laughs> um moving on we got everybody's gone to the rapture studio uh bought by crackdown free sonic racing developer uh, also known as suno group uh, the acquisition uh, has been reported by GameIndustry.biz. Comes from the UK studio. Has to sorry had to lay off a major of its staff last year during development of a VR title. Uh, so let us melt. Sumo Group owns Sumo Digital, which is currently working on Crackdown Three and Sonic Team Racing. Uh, Sumo Digital director Paul Porter. Uh, has said the purchase of the studio will give the team an opportunity to continue to create unique, innovative games they are known and loved for. Co-creator of the Chinese Room, Dan uh, Pin, Pin, Pinchbeck. Pinchbeck, has now been appointed creative director and said, quote, Super Digital will provide the support and experience I'm looking for to take the Chinese Room to the next level. Our aim is to build and build on the reputation uh, I'm, I'm proud to to have earned to create a truly world-class studio delivering bold imaginative new games so congratulations congrats to um looking forward to whatever they do next i mean they made they've made some good games um they have 
I mean, I remember, I actually remember interviewing someone from them. I didn't end up putting an interview out on, like, like my first day at EGX raised. Wow, nice. Um, yeah, so, but didn't end up putting an interview out. I think I played a, they had a tablet game, I believe, that they, they was, and I, this is when I was covering, like, everything, because yeah. I thought that's what I needed to do, and then I realized that's not what you need to that's do. That's not what you need to do, <laughs> yep. I've been there, I've done that exact yeah. same thing. It's like, it burns you out, and then you go, oh, wait, I don't actually yes. need to do this. <laughs> I mean, I remember covering like a ton of PC games and being like, I don't even know, at the time, I didn't have a gaming PC. I'm like, why am I covering this? Because <laughs> it's there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next up is a rumor and speculation, but here we go. Rumor of a new Xbox Elite controller will be launching in October. Jeez, we've been hearing about this one for a while. Okay. Rumors have been circulating for a few months about Microsoft introducing a new version of the Xbox Elite controller, their premium controller with swappable parts. Now a tweet from the Vergus, Verge senior editor Tom Warren indicates an announcement may be coming sooner rather than later. Uh, the tweet refers to the code name Washburn, which was also uh, has also been associated with the rumors about the Elite version point two for about a month or two. Warren dropped a price point, one hundred and fifty dollars, and said it will release in October. So Gamescom then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we said. That's what we've always said. Like, oh yeah, Gamescom. Like ever since they, t- they turned around and they did that E3, press release, they were like, oh, it's going to be uh, new hardware, um, specifically peripherals. And it was like, so the Xbox Elite controller and version two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. There's nothing more to this, and we knew it was a real thing. There's too ma- too many leaks for it not to have been. Hundred percent. Uh, will you be getting it? Uh, I might treat myself to a Christmas present of it. Ooh, okay. I can afford it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. And last news story of the day. Black Ops 4 Battle Royale beta kicks off September 10th. Uh, and the important news here is obviously the Battle Royale will be playable in duos, solo duos and squads. Uh, Treyarch announced it on the Call of Duty. Call of Duty! Call of Duty! <laughs> Sorry. Twitter account. Yeah. I've got to imagine like new viewers of this show is like, why the hell did they say it like that? Shout out to Kevin Tony. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> he didn't really die, but rest in peace. Um, are you excited for this Call of Duty? I've played it. I played the the beta the other day. Did you? you oh, I forgot to talk about that. What's in my box? I guess I didn't um, play I, the beta at all. No. Yeah, I played the beta for about probably about an hour. Um, I played it on PC. Of course. Hence why I didn't the open beta. It. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. It it's really hard for me to talk about without playing on the Xbox, right? Because it was very much one of those moments where I was like, "Oh my god, I do not play PC games that are this yeah. quick." I do not Too barely fast. know how to use this mouse and keyboard that's in front of me for anything other than yeah. typing and surfing the it's, internet. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only really things I can say is it, it felt good. It felt like Call of Duty. The maps seemed okay, but it was so fast paced. And I don't know whether that was because it was on PC that it took the enjoyment away right. um, because I was dying all the time. But there's a few, the, the new the new uh, characters that you can use have different abilities and you have a health now, so you don't just recharge health, which I is can't believe super this. strange. I, well, well, I remember when this all leaked and I was like, this can't be real. And like the thing about yeah. like different characters and special abilities and health pools, and it's like, this it's is all real. Shooter. Yeah, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still reeling from, from that. It's like, wow, this is really a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward so to this better though. 
Well, like, this is where I'll this is where I'll figure out if I'm buying it or not. I'm yeah, sure my game share might buy it, so I might end up like that. But if I am going to purchase this game, will be solely on the battle royale mode. Yeah. Um, because the I don't like progression system in Call of Duty. It does Fair. nothing for me, and Fair. I don't like the story. The stories are just for me. I always feel like Call of Duty stories are very much push forward and get past the wave. Push forward yep. and get past the wave. You like, have to get past the that, invisible lines. Yeah, that that just was never fun to me. The st- in the stories, the stories were never compelling enough to keep me. Mm-hmm. Um, so a battle royale mode, and we all know how much I enjoy battle royale for about ten minutes. Yeah. So I'll definitely be sucked in for another ten minutes with a Call of Duty one. The gunplay feels good because I've tried that. Um, I like what I've seen so far, but how they do battle royale is going to be key. And I've got a really bad feeling they're going to flop. <laughs> it's not going to be very good. Royale, yeah. No, I, I, I just don't think they're going to have the. Ge- if what I've played so far is as quick as it is on console, it it just doesn't make sense for a battle royale. Right. They would have to slow yeah. the game down dramatically. Unless and... this is just their stamp on battle royale, like they're they're trying so to do what, it as a the... fast paced sort of engagement type thing. I get. It. I, I maybe because I I sway more to the PUBG version of battle, of battle royale than I do the Fortnite, and Fortnite's already quick, yeah. but with building, where this would just be quick with gunplay and yeah, you, yeah. I, be, well, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'd be more interested in a quick with gunplay rather as opposed to quick with building. It's the building part of Fortnite that I really can't get away with. Yeah. I'll be interested. I will. I am. I'll. I'll be keeping my eyes open, and I will be definitely playing this beta. Samezies. So. Um, games with gold this month: Forza Horizon Two. You have from August first to August thirty first. For Honor is available from August sixteenth to August. Uh, sorry, it's the September fifteenth. Dead Space Three is available from August first to August fifteenth, uh, and Disney's Epic Mickey Two: The Powers of Two is available from August sixteenth to August thirty first. Uh, backwards compatible this week. You have Tomb Raider Legend and Lara Croft Tomb Raider Anniversaries, both available via the Xbox 360 backwards compatible on the Xbox One, and both are currently on sale. Um, Gary. Yes. With this little thing called Fixer Sack, which is where the audience can email in. They can go to www. That's a lie. You can email <laughs> my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. That's my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com uh, to email in, get your questions, comments, concerns, positivity, Gary. Positivity. This way. And this week we have two emails from the same person, um, okay. which I'll allow. And there's some positivity here. I like so, oh no, I've got one. That's a lie. I've got I've got two emails. I'm going to give you one from the same person, and I've got one from of positivity. So here we go. It says me again. I'm sat. <laughs> I'm sat in my car in Audi after my weekly shop, and I just heard that one email you had this week was with some saltiness around the pod plus the beast from the northeast. I've listened to the podcast. Uh, I listened to the pod from one. All the co-hosts you've had have been. Oh, you put sorry. All the co-hosts you've had up to this point have been good, but Gary has been a breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. For me, anyone who followed Ross would struggle, but Gary, as the weeks have gone by, get better and better. He brings a down-to-earth approach and cuts through the crap to deliver a balanced view on topics, which is good, uh, because at times, 
sorry, fix at times can blow his top over the littlest things, i.e. the Friday the Friday the 13th game. The two of you level each other out, which makes uh, this podcast an easy listen. It's clear the community will continue to evolve, and at the moment, things are looking bright. Much love to both of you, Reese the Renegade. Much love to so, you, Reese. So there you go. Seriously. A bit of positivity coming that was nice. our way. Yes, Reese, thank you so much. That was nice uh, to hear. Email. Uh, you clearly haven't stopped again because we didn't get an email this week, so, you know, <laughs> make that happen. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I say, I think we went into a little bit after the Twitch show um a couple of weeks ago where we got a not so nice email i guess um it's nice to hear some positivity every now and then so thank you um look there's a lot of changes to come very very soon but you'll see you'll see (laughs) (laughs) last email this week and here we go it says hi fix and gary i hope both are fine Uh, i hope everything is fine with both of you I've listened to the podcast, previ- uh, the previous podcast, as usual, with some delay, where you talked about you are unable to find a new host for your podcast. People often think it's easy, but they forget it's not. For starters, most of the time it's not a paid job, it's a hobby. Sometimes it's, li- uh, it's something that we like doing. It requires a lot for one to do. You have to be available on this day, that hour, every week, and most of the time it's not just an hour that sits Uh, that suits you need to be there but the listeners need to be there also you have to prepare yourself previously and analyzing the themes of the show you need to pre and post production if you take a break you will lose listeners so people always think it's fun to do a podcast but for a month or two and then it starts to become annoying it's like a job side note the outlet i work for with is considering to start a podcast in our native language and it's hard it's hard like hell to make everyone agree. So I know your pain. Best of luck finding a new host. I'm a recent listener, so I don't know the previous show. Uh, I like Gary a lot. Uh, it's it's perspective always introduce a new dynamic to the show. So since you both often do not agree upon some things, the podcast works quite well. Best regards from Portugal. Mega close. I always say his name. Melgacious. Mega. He taught me how to pronounce it on a stream once. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. I was quite close when I when I tried it the first time. I mean, I'm glad you know. So wait, say it again. Melgacious. Melgacious. Yeah. I'll try and remember, but there's no promising. Yes, I'll I'll just keep saying it. You keep keep me honest. I'll keep you honest again. He's right though. Yes. Me and you agree. Me and you disagree hun- on stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he is right, and I appreciate that people that are trying to do it themselves notice it. We've been doing. I've been doing this podcast um, for three years. Did I say the other day? I think you said three years last week. Three yeah. years, um, and yeah, I, I I've never missed a week. Yeah. Never, I think we missed. I think I think that's a lie. I think we missed one week where it didn't go up on a Friday, and instead it went up on a Saturday. Does that count? Like I've done, I mean, it's been a week. It's I guess so. it still went up, but yeah, um, it is hard. It's hard. It's it's tiring. It's some some weeks you don't want to do it. Some weeks you're at your nantas and you still bring a laptop and a microphone and just get the show done to the best of your ability. Set in a bedroom that's not yours. <laughs> um, I wish I could you know see I mean? where that's... you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's how much I care about this podcast, and that's how much I care about this community, and that's so, like, you guys have given me everything. Like, without you guys, there's no MC Fix-Off. There's just Corey. And for me, it's like, I just, I know that I owe it to you guys each and every week. It's like, I'm not streaming this week, so I made sure there was content on the YouTube channel every day. There will be a brand new Let's Play up of Overcooked. It's just, those are the give and takes that I think you guys as my community and i say community but like i say it's more like a family i love you guys i speak to you guys way more than i speak to any of my blood relations um like i said i'll never forget the moment i met moody for the first time and just gave him and his wife a huge hug and it felt like i've known them for years we've known each other a year at that point i spoke to each other for a year at that point do you know what i mean it's the same with you gary we know each other it's, it's not it's just but it's like a whole thing so I'm, I'm happy that people are noticing it we are working hard i am trying to improve obviously the audio would be down again because i'm using a different mic but it's like improving mic quality we bought a mixer i've working on getting new people into the best of my ability but it all takes time and we are still early on 146 episodes i know it don't sound early but it is it is yeah. and that's why i say it's so important to share with friends share on twitter share it on facebook twitter instagram wherever it is you 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 use your social media please share it because we want to try and get as many people to listen to this podcast as possible shout out to all the americans i realize obviously looking at statistics americans kill this show so i'm gonna keep talking about things in dollars can i always speak to myself maybe i should talk about it in pounds i'm like nope our audience is very american fair enough very very and very from texas so shout out to all the texans <clears throat> i hope i said that right yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know. I don't know how they do realize I'm black, but I'm not sure. Uh, um, uh, it was a joke. Calm down. Not coming. Um, let's plug, 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 and get ourselves out of here, Gary. What have you got to plug this week, my friend? Uh, pretty much the usual. Twitch.tv slash Words About Games. I'm on a little bit of a hiatus because real life is a nightmare, uh, which I don't want to go into. But uh, when I am live, you know, I'm still there having fun, chatting with everybody. I love seeing everybody turning up. Um, and I'm sure I'll be back soon. Cool. Uh, yeah, same thing. Twitch.tv slash MCFixer. Right now, like I say, please go and watch the Let's Plays, which is uh, YouTube.com slash MCFixer. Overcooked, myself and Haley playing uh, together co-op. It's Haley shouting at me most of the time, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. Um, but, like, I'd realised that I hadn't done a lot of... I've not been a YouTuber for about a year now, properly. Like, I've actually producing the content on a regular occurrence. And it's because the views just dropped off like crazy. Um, I really need people to understand the, the, the power of hitting the like button and the power of dropping a comment. Because if you don't, I don't realise who's watched it. Like there's So right now, I think it's on, like, 30 views, the first episode. And I'm like, that's cool. And I know Moody shared it, but if he drops a comment, I know. It's like, it keeps that engagement going. It keeps, I'm not just talking about Moody, but people that have watched the show. It's like, watch it, enjoy it. Let me know if you want more. Let me know what you want different. Let me know. The feedback is so important. So if you do like Let's Plays, if you like me, if you like Hayley, go and check that one out, please. I'd appreciate it. Um, besides that, yeah, I think that's it. That is it for another week of this this goddamn show. <laughs> even from even goddamn this show. God damn it! <laughs> just imagine that I forgot my microphone, so I had to go back home to get it just to this show. That's awesome. I mean, like know. the fact that you actually just went. Nah, I'm going back. I mean, I know it's only fifteen minutes away, but it's like I ain't going to get a microphone. <laughs> yeah, I can just you, imagine you just... running through the streets of London, just like I need to get my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's just one of those things. Just like I have to. It's like yeah. I f- we we come here on Monday, and I was like, fudge, I forgot the mic. I was like, all right, I'll make sure I have it by Wednesday. I've got to go back and get it. Just it's just one of those things. You have to do it. Yeah, man, we're not missing a week ever. No, never, never, never. Um. Okay. Until then, love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Bye.